0: There's deliverance in the house tonight. Some of you got delivered during worship. Some of you are gonna get delivered while I'm speaking. Some of you are gonna get delivered tomorrow, but listen, some of you don't even know you need deliverance. Some of you are looking at your neighbor like, yeah, uh, it's my neighbor, she needs deliverance. Some years ago, I was in uh, London. We're going to London every month, planting houses of prayer. And on my way to France this young Nigerian man he had a he called it a small church he said I've got a small church woman of God I I admire you I love you I honor you would you please come speak at my church and I said well I'll I'll come on my way to France he said I'm so grateful he said I'll pick you up at 8 30 in the morning I said all right I get to church and they had four hours of prayer I was wondering, why 8.30? What time was your service time? I found that the service time was at noon. Four hours of prayer. Then they did two hours of worship. And then after they did two hours of worship, they did another hour of worship just to, you know, just to, just for good measure. It was a Nigerian church, did I tell you that? And at the end of that message, after I preached, he did something that I'd never seen done before, and it was so incredibly powerful. I mean to tell you, I will always remember this moment. He had everyone stand up and stretch their hands toward me. There must have been... He said he had a small church. It was like a 1,000 people there. (laughs) He had them stretch their hands toward me and say, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. 1,000 people. And I mean, I literally felt like I was covered by the Holy Ghost. I literally felt the presence of God. I literally felt the blessing of the Holy Spirit. And so we have something we do at our church. We want to honor people. When we call them up, when we prophesy, when we receive them, we, we call them up and we bless them. And tonight we have a woman of God in this house who I admire, who I respect, and who has made a big impact on the world. And you know who she is, she's Pastor Paul the White. AND I WOULD LIKE US TO ALL STAND UP. COME OUT HERE WHERE THEY CAN SEE IF YOU DON'T MIND. I WOULD LIKE YOU TO ALL STAND UP, Well, YOU'RE STANDING. STRETCH YOUR HANDS TOWARD HER AND SAY, I BLESS YOU. 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 I BLESS, COME ON, KEEP GOING. KEEP GOING. KEEP GOING. KEEP GOING. I BLESS YOU. 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 And Pastor Paula, you know, Pastor Devin asked me to speak tonight on a particular topic. As I was in worship. I felt like there's a particular spirit that's attacking you. It's a Python spirit among others. And I know, I know because of your heart for God and your love for people that people just love to put their mouth on you and they love to release word curses you. But right now in Jesus' name. I take authority over every curse against your life in the name of Jesus I take authority over every word curse every hex every vex every incantation every spell every expression of witchcraft I break it in the name of Jesus every Python attack we come against it in the name of Jesus We say you are rising up to new heights new levels new anointings in the name of Jesus We break every assignment against your health against your body against your marriage against your ministry we break it 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 in the name of jesus i bless you i bless you i bless you Give somebody a shout of, give God a shout of praise, somebody. You can sit down if you'd like to. God is good. You know, Pastor Devin asked me to teach about something tonight. I'm good, man of God. I don't need the keys. I'm good. Thank you, though. You're amazing, by the way. I'm gonna take you home with me. Amen. You fit in my suitcase. <laughs> How many intercessors do we have in the house tonight? Pastor Devin asked me to talk about a particular spirit. She asked me to talk about some water spirits. How many of you have ever heard of water spirits? Many people in America, we don't understand the reality of water spirits. We don't understand these hmm, nefarious demons. But let me tell you something. In Africa, they know exactly what you're talking about. And I've been there a number. I've been there before, and I've, I've felt that warfare. Let me tell you a story. 2017. I'd released a new book on angels Jim Baker invited me to be on his show and I was there did several episodes and after the show was over my body literally collapsed I was so sick the doctors my doctor is dr. Don Colbert one of the most amazing doctors in the world there was nothing physically wrong with me are you listening There was nothing that the doctors could find. There was nothing that they could diagnose. But I had black circles under my eyes. My energy was completely zapped. I could barely get out of bed. I would get up and do my prayer call, go back to bed. I mean, this lasted for 18 months. And it got so bad for so long that I began to wonder if I would ever recover. And the Lord told me in January 2018, He said, Now listen, I was still <laughs> traveling to the extent that I could. God would give me grace, the anointing would come upon me, but afterwards, I mean, I was bedridden. And so I was continuing to go and do, and the Lord said, In in in, in this was in January 2018. Somebody say January 2018. January. January, the Lord said, When you go to London in June, you're gonna be healed. And I said, Lord. That's six months from now. Like, like, how, about, how about a miracle now? And so I go to London. I toured all over Ireland, England. And on the very last day, the very last day I was there, I woke up with a migraine headache that was so bad, I literally wanted to pull my hair out of my head. This is on top of the black, you know, uh, the, the, the uh, stuff under my eyes, the, the, the fatigue, the insomnia, all of it. And I was there and and, I mean it was so bad finally the headache broke and I got a call from a woman of God that says there's a prophet here and she wants to pray for you and so I mean I ran down the stairs I went and met with this prophet and this woman of God prophesied over me for 45 minutes straight she says I see these little minion demons dancing all around you she said I would not be surprised if your health had been attacked And she began to pray and prophesy over me and break those curses. And you know what? What I felt like a million bucks after that. As a matter of fact, I sit on a council with Cindy Jacobs, the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders. In 2017, when I went, I was sick. I mean, I was sick, sick. In 2018, when I went in November, people said, Jennifer, you look 10 years younger. You know what it was that attacked me? It was a spirit of divination. It was a python spirit. And listen, when you katero when you beat a thing, you have a certain authority over a thing. And I'm telling you, some of you in this room tonight, you think you have cancer, but what you really have is a specific uh, expression of witchcraft. The doctors call it one thing, but God calls it something else. And when I say there's deliverance in the house tonight, I mean there's deliverance in the house tonight. <laughs> Some of you have been suffering with migraine headaches, and the doctor gives you all kind of pharmacia. What? pharmacia? Pumping you full of medicine that doesn't even take the pain away. Draining your pockets. Paying for all this pharmacia, And the Lord would say to you tonight, I am the deliverer. And I will meet you where you are. And take you where I've called you to be. And no devil in hell will stop you. For the Lord says tonight, I am breaking every curse upon my people in this house. Very, 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 very long overdue for some of you, says the Lord. But I am st- standing up and I am fighting for everybody stand up for a minute some of you haven't gotten it yet but you will in a minute some of you are still off in the glory and I understand that listen I want you to pray in the Spirit as hard and fast as you can because I'm believing come on pray in the Spirit show me how to pray show me how to pray show me how to pray Shokataraboshi yakatarakataraboshi Yer Robosha Rabashi Ye Brumba Ye Rabashate Ye Come on Ye Sarabakatanabashi U Rabasha Katanabashi Brumba to Ricketira Katanabashi I see chains falling off Aha Shakatanabashi. You right there. Come. You jump up and down. Come here. Quickly, quickly. Run right over here. Quickly. Come, 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 come. Somebody stand behind her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I'm telling you chains you're falling off tonight is a night of deliverance whether you believe it or not let me just tell you something I've got enough faith for all y'all in this place tonight even if you don't believe I'm believing for you because the time has come your kairos moment is tonight it's right here it's right now what you've been waiting on come on just extend your faith Jesus, Jesus, you can sit down for a minute. Listen, the devil is a liar, and so is his (laughs) mother-in-law. Somebody says, who's his mother-in-law? It's just a joke. We already bound up all the religious demons, so you ain't got to worry about that. It's going to be all right. Maybe you've never suffered an attack like what I've suffered. But I'll tell you what, it's, <laughs> I've been through so many demonic attacks. Why? Because the devil hates me and the devil hates you too. But God loves you. And the love of God is greater than the hate of the enemy. Maybe you've never had an attack like that, but I don't want you to. Maybe you've been attacked by something else. Listen, God is good all the time. Jesus told us in John 10, Luke 10, 19, that we have power to tread over all the power of, the, we have power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm us. We've got to begin to believe that. We've got to begin to believe that. Let me talk to you, let me teach you a little bit tonight about marine demons. And people say, well, that's not in the word of God. That's how those religious demons tell you. Well, that's not in the word of God. It's, it's in the Word of God. It's in the, listen, we need to be students of the Word and not just readers of it. Amen? <laughs> there are three realms. Glory. There are three realms in the universe. The heavens, the earth, and the sea. Yes? Yes? Psalm 146, verse 6 tells us this God made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. If you're listening, say amen. amen. So here we see three realms of creation right? And we are more used to dealing with the roaming lion that roars around, you know, seeking someone to devour, right? We're used to a specific kind of warfare. But many of you, I'm telling you the reason why your warfare doesn't break is because you're fighting the wrong demon. I said, some of you have picked a fight with Jezebel, and Jezebel ain't even talking to you. Paul said, I don't beat the air. I don't buffer the air. So listen, when I first got saved, I went to an apostolic church, And everything was religion, Jezebel, or witchcraft. So every time something came against me, I bind you, you witch. You know, my tire would be flat. I bind you, Jezebel. My computer would fritz out. I bind you, Jezebel. And what I soon realized is that brought more warfare on me than I already had. And it wasn't retaliation. It's called you're picking a fight with a spirit. They don't even have you on their radar screen so some of you are beating the air because listen i ain't call i would never i would never dare accuse you of anything but some of you are ignorant of the devil's devices in this realm of, of, of marine demons y'all didn't like that i'm gonna talk to these people over here some of you are ignorant uh, that don't mean stupid it means you have not been taught about a thing and hosea said my people perish for lack of what knowledge. for lack of knowledge for lack of knowledge my people perish for lack of knowledge and if you've not been educated on marine demons on water spirits I'm telling you that might be why some of the warfare you're facing never bows oh Jesus I got somebody's attention marine demons water spirits these have domain in the water and the Bible speaks about them. Exodus 20 verse 4 says this Exodus 20 verse 4 you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You know, scripture talks about the angels of the waters. Well, don't you think if there's angels of the waters, there's demons of the waters? Hello? Does Satan counterfeit everything God does? Yeah, he can't create anything. So, what does he do? He counterfeits. I like it. You're taking notes. I like it. I like it. I like it. Most of our spiritual conflicts in the second heaven, we know how to fight in that realm. But he's roaming about the water, and just because it's a water spirit doesn't mean that you got to go to the beach to get attacked. Hello, <laughs> this is not da 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 da. This is not Jaws we're talking about here. These are real entities. Leviathan is a water spirit. Python is a water spirit. That squid spirit, hmm, it's real. Rahab, behemoth, these are real. These are real. It's not your ordinary warfare. I believe the reason why these marine demons seem so powerful is because many of us have not been educated on how to deal with it. And if we don't know a thing, we are at a disadvantage. One of the greatest weapons of the enemy is our ignorance. He uses our ignorance against us. I know some of that. What is a water spirit, Martha? You'll get get it later. An enemy exposed. Lord, put it to me this way. Listen. If any of you follow me outside this realm or you're on my, anybody here on my morning prayer call? Okay, so tell me the answer. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. But an enemy that's hidden cannot be forbidden. If you see it, you can defeat it. But if you can't see it many times, it's an invisible enemy. Derek Prince called them persons without bodies, and if we can't see it, in other words, if we can't discern it, we can't beat it. There are certain demons that you can just, I bind you, devil, and the demon will go. But there are certain demons you got to deal with them by name. You got to call them out by name. You're going to get it tonight. Tell your neighbor, you're going to get it. And we're not glorifying the enemy. Some people say, you know, I get criticized for teaching so much on spiritual warfare. People call me in from all over the world to teach on spiritual warfare. Well, you're glorifying the devil. You're glorifying, no, no, I'm not glorifying the devil. I'm glorifying Jesus who defeated the devil, amen. We are fighting from a position of authority in Christ, amen. But we don't glorify God when we walk around broke, busted, and disgusted. We don't glorify God when we walk around moping and depressed and complaining. Let me just give you a, a pro tip. Complaining is not a spiritual. Spiritual warfare strategy. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody say amen or oh my or something. <laughs> so what is the python spirit? We're going to focus on that tonight. That's why I'm here. That's why you asked me to teach on this. That's why. I want to focus on the python spirit. Python is one of the only named demons in the Bible. It's one of the only spirits that's actually named. There's a spirit of fear. There's a spirit of unbelief, right? There's a spirit of infirmity. But you don't see, we know there's lots of, listen, let me put it this way. There are three named angels in scripture, right? Lucifer, who's now Satan. Come on, who else? Michael. And Gabriel. You guys are so good. Now, we know that there are, according to Hebrews, innumerable angels. Yes? Yes. But we don't know their names. So just because there's only about 10 or 12 demons named in the Bible, we know that there's many, 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 many uh, other demons, right, because a a third of the angels. So they have names too. We don't know what they are, but, but, but Python is actually named. So you're on safe ground here in dealing with the spirit because it's named. We're not making up names. first. No, it's in the Bible. It's a coiling spirit that works to squeeze out the breath of life and sever your connection or your lifeline to God. Let me show you this in the Bible. We're going to read this in a minute. But for Acts 16, 16, that's your reference. Write that down, Acts 16, 16 this is where Paul encounters the girl the woman with the spirit of divination and the the word divination in this curse comes from the Greek word Pythos which is where we get Python I come from Florida where we have more pythons per capita than any other state in the US it's a major stronghold in the spirit and in the natural many times what you see in the natural is a manifestation of what is going on in the spirit So I know a thing or two about the python spirit, and after tonight, you're going to see that snake slithering from a mile away, and you're going to cut off its head. Amen? You are going to be equipped tonight, because I'm telling you, Pastor Devin would not have asked me to teach on this topic if you guys didn't need it, because she's a prophetic woman. Mm. So the Greek word for if the greek believed that pythian the pythian serpent listen to this guarded the oracle of delphi until apollo slew it and then apollo took on the name pythian and the word was later applied to listen diviners or soothsayers we see right now i just wrote a book that just came out it's number 1 on amazon it's called deliverance from prophetic witchcraft anybody get that yet deliverance from prophetic witchcraft and here, this python spirit is trying to choke the life out of the modern-day prophetic movement. Yes. Have you noticed how many false prophets are rising in this hour? Yes. Bishop Bill Hammond is my spiritual father, and he called. Me. I was up in the mountains, and he called me. Couldn't grab hold of it, probably because the new book came out. There are more good prophets than bad prophets. Yes. Just let me say that. There's mo- but th- this, this, this spirit is, very, is running rampant, the spirit of divination, this python, is running rampant in the prophetic movement. You see, this, this one joker, I won't call his name. Just out of respect for you, he sells a picture of the palm of his hand for a hundred dollars, and says, "Download this digital. Put your hand on it, and you will receive my anointing." I said, "Bubba, I don't want your anointing. I don't want that divination." He sells pictures of himself, portrait uh, paintings, for like thousand dollars. I don't want a picture of you on my wall. What is this? But that's divination. Remember, the woman with the spirit of divination, what was she doing? She was prophesying for money. Uh. Oh, Jesus. This other joker, he can't walk on the ground. His followers have to carry him on this big chair on a cart because he's too holy to let his feet touch the ground. Funny how Jesus walked the earth. (laughs) And he was holy, 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 you know? (laughs) <laughs> we got false deliverance ministers rising up, making a show out of deliverance, casting out demons for money. I mean, this is terrible. Some of you have been following. I, I see that, Lord. Hello, oh, God. Somebody in here, more than one of you, been following false prophets, and it's just starting to dawn on you. You've been, you somebody in here, you paid for a prophetic word. You don't pay for prophetic words. Hello. You don't pay. Listen. Well, didn't they bring Samuel a gift? That ain't the same thing. The Cash App prophets. Don't ever watch a video. Don't ever get on somebody's video where they say, can I prophesy? No, you cannot prophesy to me. Listen. Tell your neighbor, you are your own best prophet. You are your own best prophet. You can hear from the Lord. Come on, Pastor. The cash-out prophets. (laughs) Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And the seed you sow into a false prophet ain't bearing no fruit. Matter of fact, you need to repent. Why? Because you are propagating a false anointing in the earth. Now let's get real. And I know you're here, so don't make me come down there. I'm going to do like I do at my church. Don't make me come down there. If it's you, if you know, if you if you know you've been following somebody that maybe they're doing some mm, things that ain't quite right, I want you to stand up. I'm gonna break these curses off you. Come on, stand up. I'm gonna wait. I ain't got all night. I know you're in here. There's no condemnation, nobody's condemning you. We want to break these curses. We just want to break the curses. There's more, there's no condemnation because they're slick, man. They're slick. They're, they're slick, they're smooth. and what they're doing is they're praying on your hunger, uh-huh. They're praying on your desperation. They're praying, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's more. come on now. I'm gonna come down there, Don't please. Don't make me come down there. We're just going to break this curse. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. One more call. Stand up if it's you. Some of you came with your pastor. You're like, I don't want my pastor. No. Listen, you want the curse broke? Don't come up to me in the parking lot when we're done after this all over with. And I'm all tired. The anointing's all gone. All right. We got it. We got him. All right. Everybody just stretch your hands toward one of these people. I know there's more, but we're just going to break it off you anyway. Father, in the name of Jesus. God's going to bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over every curse of divination. We take authority in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every curse spoken over your life by a false prophet. We take authority over every false prophetic soul tie that has been formed with someone who has who lacks character and integrity. We break these curses off of you now in the name of Jesus, and we call you blessed coming in and blessed going out. We say you are the head and not the tail above only, and not beneath you will lend to many nations and never have to borrow in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Jesus. So how does Python? So Python attacks some ways in the natural and some ways in the spirit. One of the things Python does is remind you of old hurts and wounds. Remember, we're, we're talking about vain imaginations here. We're talking about, you know, Paul the Apostle said, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ so that when your obedience is fulfilled, you can punish All disobedience these imaginations these reminders come suddenly I'm telling you the truth we are coming at some times in the body of Christ in the world rather where you don't need any hooks from the enemy Jesus said many will be offended with me we need to get healed and not just in the natural I mean the emotions we need to get healed we need to get healed Python spirits, they want to bring ungodly influences into your life that would cause you to compromise the Word of God Hmm. or just barrage you with circumstances that knock the wind out of you. Betrayals, mental symptoms, weariness, just worn out, man. Just like I was. I was so exhausted I could not get out of bed for more than a couple hours at a time. Doctor said, oh, you're good. You're, you're, you're strong. Your blood work looks good. It's like, okay, well, then what's wrong with me? You know, <laughs> fix me, please. But you can't medicate a demon. You can't medicate a generational curse. Weariness, a loss of passion to worship and pray. You know, it's easy to worship in these environments. This worship team is just incredible, my God. Jesus Lord help me it's easy to pray in an atmosphere like this is easy to worship in an atmosphere like this but when you get see we live in I live in South Florida it's like Python everywhere visiting ministers of South Florida they tell me they fall asleep reading the Word of God in, in, in Miami because the witchcraft is so thick the witchcraft is so strong right and so when this witchcraft comes what is witchcraft witchcraft is the power of the enemy you know, how, let me back up. You know, Ephesians 6:12 says that there, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Principalities and what? Powers. 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 Principalities and what? Powers. 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 Principalities and what? Powers. Witchcraft is a power of the enemy. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. Witchcraft is a power, one of the powers. Death is a power of the enemy. Witchcraft is the power of the enemy. Witchcraft comes in many different expressions. You know, we, I live in South Florida. We have a lot of Jamaicans in our church. They do a certain kind of witchcraft. We got Haitians on our worship team, Jamaicans on our worship team. We have a good time. The Haitians have a different kind of witchcraft. Then the Jamaicans. Then we got Cubans. They got the Santeria. We have all kinds of different... There's all kinds of different witchcraft, guys. This divination, this python spirit, releases a particular kind of witchcraft. Makes you weary. Make, cause you to lose your passion to worship and pray. You feel pressured, overwhelmed, helpless, and even hopeless. And the severity of these symptoms depends on how long you've been under, or, or should I say, in its grip. The longer it's there. Listen, we have to be a people, and I tell the people at my church this all the time. We have to be a people that when we first sense that something is off, when we first sense that, okay, I don't want to work, I don't want to go to church. Well, you don't want to go to church, you need to come to church. I said, When you don't want to go to church, you need to be here with before the doors open. Because it ain't the Holy Ghost leading you not to come to church. Hello. It's some other spirit, it's a different spirit. And so we have to, we can't wait until we need a truckload of Christians to come and rescue us from the oppression. That the first sign of witchcraft, man, blast it, pray in the Holy Ghost, speak the word of God. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Pray Pray in tongues, decree and declare a thing. Come on somebody, make some noise. Don't sit there, you know, with all this witchcraft over you like a bump on a log until you're depressed, suicidal. Come on now. You know how much suicide is in the church? Who do you think's inspiring that? I don't know. Could it be Satan? You know? <laughs> Physical symptoms, migraine headaches, difficulty breathing, exhaustion, nosebleeds. This woman came in our prayer room. For those of you who don't know, I'm the leader of the Awakening House of Prayer. We're in about 100 nations now. And this woman came in our prayer room, and she stayed afterwards and said, you know, her husband was with her, can can you pray for my wife? Can you pray for her? She's dealing with this, whatever. So I started to pray. She began to choke. She fell on the ground, and when she fell on the ground, her nose began to bleed profusely all over the place, and something popped that spirit, it's a spirit, uh-huh. had grabbed hold of her mind, had coiled around her to the point that when the, when the spirit broke, it rele- the spirit released, her nose began to bleed. That's how intense this is. Now, here's the thing. Some of y'all look, like, look at me like, like I got four heads. That's all right. Look at the one in the middle. <laughs> I know it sounds strange. But Scripture says we're to be spiritually minded. Some of these things don't make sense to the natural man, but let me tell you something. When you go to Africa, like I did, and you start to see some of these things firsthand, you don't question it. You don't question it. When I was in Nigeria, I was they asked me to come and, and raise up the prophets in Nigeria to deal with Jezebel. So I'm there, and there's like a thousand of them, and 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 they're they're like right, take they're hanging up, and we begin to begin to come against Jezebel. I'm leading prayer. I'm like, we break the powers of this witchcraft, this Jezebelic witchcraft over this nation and over this city, and we declare the. And all of a sudden, all the lights in the building went out when I started coming against Jezebel. Now in America, if you're praying come on and you begin to, to push back that darkness of Jezebel in America the lights go out the will be like whoa get me out of here what's going on in Nigeria man it wasn't no joke <laughs> And you know what happened? Them lights came back on in about 10 seconds. <laughs> Amen. Here in America, we're like, we am going to talk these people way back here because y'all need some love. <laughs> look, they're waving at look, see, I see, there's a Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. In America, we are just sheltered. And we're not necessarily... As hungry as we need to be. Now you all are hungry. You're the exception. You guys are on fire. Amen. You guys are anointed. You guys are, are like you guys are are revival minded. I mean, we could turn the world upside down with you guys. Come on, daughters. But many in America, they're lukewarm. Mm. So Python can attack anybody. Listen. You don't, I need to say this. I'm going to talk to them way back there because you feel left out. You don't need, look at the love over there. You don't have to be in sin for the enemy to attack you. You do not need an open door for the enemy to attack you. Jesus was sinless, yes or no? Jesus was sinless. Did the enemy attack him? Uh Uh-huh. The Apostle was a mighty man of God. He was very close to God, so close in fact that he received two-thirds of the New Testament by direct revelation from Jesus. Scripture tells us, he tells us in Scripture rather, he said, "I pray more than pray in the Spirit more than all y'all. That's a southern thing, all y'all. I pray in tongues more than all y'all. I mean, he prayed in the spirit. He did mighty exploits, the handkerchiefs and the aprons that were upon his body. If somebody just touched it, they were healed. This man was not in sin. Now we're all we all fall short of the glory. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't practicing sin. And this python spirit attacked him and got him good. Look at this, look at this, look at this. If you're listening, say amen. amen. I like that. Paul had to wrestle this thing. Listen, the higher you go, the more warfare you have. I was listening to Joyce Meyer the other day. I used to listen to her all the time when I was young in the Lord, I, I still love her. But she said, she, many don't know her as a spiritual warrior, but i tell you what she is. i tell you. You can't be in three quarters of the world and not know something about how to fight you know and she was talking about just some of the different attacks you know she had two hip replacements she had breast cancer she had you know all these she's had a lot of attacks on her body and she was asking the lord about what all these attacks all these betrayals all these attacks and the lord said listen you asked me for a lot do you want it or not <laughs> somewhere like no thank you i'm good i'm good right where i am i'm good i'm good i'm good When we started going into the Middle East with our prayer hubs, we're in Iran, Lebanon. We just brought in Lebanon today. We're in Saudi Arabia. Uh, We're in all these nations. We're we're in uh, all over Asia, the Philippines. We're in China. Come on, China. We have a house of prayer in Hong Kong, Taiwan. And all these attacks started coming against me like nothing I'd ever experienced before. And I was sitting before the Lord and I'm like I'm not getting out of this chair until you tell me something Lord I mean I I ain't got nowhere else to be I'm going to sit here until you tell me what is going on because I am getting blasted over here and I'm doing everything I know to do and nothing's changing when you're doing everything you know to do yes sometimes you just stand stand there for in the evil day Right, sometimes you just stand, but sometimes if you I mean, <laughs> you, you, you have to discern by the Holy Spirit when to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and when to pick up your sword and swing it until you can't swing it anymore, knowing that God is your rear guard, that he has got your back, that he is fighting with you, through you and for you, but you still have your part to play. And I was sitting there and I was like, Lord, what is this? And the Lord said this to me, did you really think you're just gonna traipse into Asia and plant houses of prayer in China? and not get attacked, when you're getting attacked, it's a sign that you're doing something right, amen, or that you're doing something wrong. There's two times that the enemy's going to mess with you, when you're doing something right, when you're doing something wrong. But you know if you're doing something wrong. You know if you're doing something wrong. The enemy wants to attack you before you you, you finish a thing, because there's an anointing in the finishing. There's a glory in the finishing. When the temple was built, the glory of God fell in such a way when it was finished that the priest couldn't even stand up to minister. Too many Christians and too many believers, they start something with great zeal and the enemy says, boo, and they back up, they lay it down and they walk away. But the Lord would say to you tonight, this is a season to go and recover all, amen? this is a season to go finish what you started and the Lord says it's not too late for you to go back and finish what I told you to do because there is a blessing in store for you and the enemy has not consumed it says the Lord he's just delayed it but he can't delay it forever says God as soon as you get a determination and set your forehead like Flint says the Lord and go back after what I told you to do you will see that I am with you and there'll be a grace upon you to finish what what I called you to start says the Lord Jesus somebody say new level new devil, new devil, new devil. look at Paul's encounter with this Python spirit we got to get to wrapping this up here look look at this act 16 16 through 17 now it happened as we went to prayer as we went where prayer. he was on his way to awakening house of prayer he was on his way to house of prayer Now, it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master's much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim the way of salvation, and she did this for many days. Now, let me just give you a bunny trail here. Listen, what she was saying was accurate, yes or no? But it was coming from a wrong spirit would you please for the love of god test the spirits when somebody prophesies over me listen i i can i can listen to the words later i'm listening for the spirit behind the word hello listen for the spirit behind the word test the spirits to see if if they're of god the python spirit had a stronghold in philippi and in thyatira and when the man of prayer started heading for the house of prayer, the spirit launched this first attack against him. It was a distraction. He was grieved in his spirit. He was distracted. Can you imagine trying to do anything and having somebody following behind you saying, they're going to work now. Now they're picking up their children. Now they're going to the conference to get delivered. I mean, right? Come on, say aggravating. It's annoying. <laughs> Here's the thing. You have to listen to this. If you're listening, say Amen. Holy Spirit said this to me a couple of months ago you got to hear this he said distractions often precede blindsides write that down distractions often precede blindsides the enemy wants to distract you with some petty little problems that you think are a big deal that I think are a big deal distract us get us over here putting out this fire and putting out this fire and putting out this fire Meanwhile, the real attack is waiting in the wings. And this is what happened with the Apostle Paul. This woman was a distraction. He was annoyed in his spirit. I believe he was trying to discern, what is this? What do I do about it? He's being led by the Lord. And he turned to the spirit, not the girl. He turned to the spirit and said, come out in the name of Jesus. And then he got massive retaliation, massive retaliation. And there's some people in here tonight that you're scared to fight you're scared to go up and recover all because you're afraid of the retaliation we got to fix this come on we got to fix this you should never be afraid of the enemy never 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 fear is a master spirit he will bow to the Christ in you listen next time you fear retaliation what I want you to do is this here's what you say I am the retaliation somebody go ahead and say that it feels good I am the retaliation feels good doesn't it I am the retaliation we need to quit bowing being a pamsy Christians you have authority tell your neighbor you have authority you have authority Python knows it has no authority in a city that prays in the presence of the Lord. I see a house of prayer rising in this place. I see a house of prayer rising in this place. Hmm. I see a house of prayer rising in this place. Redemption to the nations. You know, Dick Eastman, wonderful man of God, he's about... 80 something years old now he has seen over 200 million souls saved last summer he received me in his grotto in his cave in Colorado Springs and we met for two hours and he said this to me he said how can I pray for you I said well I've got a prayer movement it was about 40 nations at the time and I said pray that I would have wisdom to steward this movement and pray please for anything else you want to pray for I'm not going to tell you what to pray. Be prophetic, and he prayed for wisdom. And what I learned is, is that when you ask for wisdom, you get problems. You pray for for they say never pray for trials, right? Never pray for patience, rather. So I'm not going to pray for wisdom. But the other thing he did was he prayed a multiplication anointing over my life and my ministry. And ever since then, we went from 40 nations to almost 100 in a year, and I didn't do a thing. I mean, I didn't went and recruited people. And in the name of Jesus, everybody stretch your hands this way. In the name, yes, in the name of Jesus, I pray, just as Dick Eastman prayed for me, a multiplication anointing over your ministry. I say there will not just be two campuses, not just three campuses, not just four campuses, but the Lord will proliferate your voice in the nations of the earth, and the Lord says you will live up to your name. You won't just reach nations through live stream, but you'll reach nations through missionaries, you'll reach nations through prayer, and you will even reach nations through establishing brick and mortar facilities in nations that are even hostile to the word of God my Lord I release that multiplication anointing over you in the name of Jesus somebody say amen Amen. Jesus How many want that multiplication anointing? All right, I release that multiplication anointing over you in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare everything you put your hand to shall prosper. I thank you, Lord, that wherever they put their feet, it belongs to them. I thank you, Lord, that you multiply their finances. You multiply their divine relationships. You multiply their their promotability. Lord, multiply, 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 multiply in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are we having fun yet? I need to wrap this up. Are you learning anything yet? Oh, Jesus. So when you rise up in your God-given authority, the battle ensues. They were falsely accused. They they, they seized Paul and Silas, dragged him into the marketplace to the authorities. They were falsely accused. They had their clothes torn off. They were beaten with rods. They were thrown into prison with stocks on their feet. That was retaliation. This is a serious spirit here. Hmm. At one point, so Paul and size they were in physical pain. They've been publicly humiliated. They were slandered. They were maligned. They were in the grip of a python spirit. So at this point, they had several options. They could sit there and lick their wounds and feel sorry for themselves. And that's what many of us do. That voice of self-pity comes and talks to me sometimes. Wants me to get some tea and cookies and just have a party, a self-pity party. Come on. And you have to catch that voice because you you, you can't, listen, you can either be pitiful or powerful, but you can't be both. That voice, listen, anytime you are tempted to focus on yourself, you're in the wrong, you're looking at the wrong, look up, look at Jesus, amen? Focus on him. Focus on him. That's what they did. They could have complained to each other about the situation. They could have blamed Well, Paul, it's your fault. You cast that demon out. Salus be like, look, Paul, I told you not to do it. This is your fault. That's what we do. We blame people. We complain. Mm-hmm. They could have, they could have, they, they could have uh, decided to just, you know, exchange their purpose. This is too much for me. I don't want to do this anymore and just abandon their calling. You know how many people have done that? A lot of people have just, just walked away. This is too hard. Close their church and everything else. But they didn't do that. Thank God they left us a model. Look at this. You know, you know what it says, but this is powerful. Acts 16 25 and 26. But at midnight, oh, somebody's in for a midnight breakthrough. Amen. At midnight, somebody say at midnight. midnight. Hmm. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. What were they doing? Pray. They mean they weren't complaining and blaming. They weren't whining and moaning and groaning and kvetching, and they were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Listen, the lost people around you, your lost family, hello, your coworkers, they know you're going through it, and they're looking at you. We, we, when we go through a, a test, we're supposed to have a testimony. Amen. Amen. But some of us, we go through tests and we end up with the monies. <laughs> <laughs> The prisoners, your neighbors are listening to you. They want to know what kind of God you serve. Do you serve a God of deliverance? Do you serve a God of healing? Do you serve a God that can solve your problems? Do you serve a God that can deal with a demon? Do you serve a God who can meet all your needs according to his riches and glory? Do you serve a God who can make the crooked places straight and the wrong things right? Do you pray? They're looking at you. The prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And none of the prisoners left. I believe they all got saved is what I think. Why else wouldn't they leave? So prayer and praise are what Python's trying to stop. And prayer and praise is what's going to set you free. Many times when the enemy is trying to keep you from doing something, that's the very thing you need to do. Don't you dare stay home at church and watch online when you know you're supposed to be here working in the kids' church. Don't you dare allow the enemy to take your praise. Don't you dare allow the enemy to keep you from praying. Because the moment you start praying, he's toast, man. He knows it. Your prayers are powerful. You are powerful. Tell your neighbor, I'm power, you're powerful. You're powerful. You're powerful. I wanna, can I get the worship team back up here? Are they around? because I want us to praise and pray right now. And I believe that shackles are gonna fall off. I believe that chains are gonna be broken, come on. I believe, I know you've been worshiping, I believe as you pray and cry out to God, I'm telling you, some of you are gonna go home tonight and have a dream of a witty invention, new revenue streams. The enemy's been trying to hold things back from you. That seed you sowed in the ground was the precursor for your deliverance. That That seed you sowed in the ground was the precursor for your healing. That seed you sowed in the ground was the precursor for your freedom, I'm telling you, you can't buy a breakthrough, but you can praise your way into it. So let's begin to stand up even now, and we're going to pray and we're going to worship. And when you feel free, just shout hallelujah! All right, hitarabashi. Go begin to pray in the spirit. Bramba Shakate Rokotorabashi, Rakate, Yero Moshta, Brumba Shakatera Kotokoto, ro Yara Rosho, Raba Yara, Yero Shakatarabashi we praise you God we praise you Jesus there's nothing too hard for you Jesus you are the Most High God you are the faithful witness you are the one who is and was and is to come oh you are the bright and morning star you are the Creator God Elohim come on and praise him come on and praise him with everything in you father I ask you in the name of Jesus oh God I ask you to deliver us from evil in the name of Jesus if there be any wicked way in us God forgive us even now we repent in the name of Jesus we repent God for prayerlessness we repent God for all the time that you woke us up in the night to pray without ceasing and we turned over and went back to sleep. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to forgive us for all the times when we didn't enter into worship, when we didn't linger in your presence. We ask you in the name of Jesus, oh God, to forgive us and cast our sin as far as the east is from the west. The name of Jesus. Now I plead, the blood, eh? I plead the blood. 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 I plead the blood.